Now today's top federal headlines. Members of the federal long-term care insurance program could see their premiums rise a lot. The Office of Personnel Management warns the rate hikes will range anywhere from 1 to 126 percent. Members can choose to reduce their coverage in order to maintain their current premium. The new premiums take effect November 1st. Federal employees facing a blackout period on flexible spending reimbursements are getting a safety net. The Federal Employee Education and Assistance Fund is offering no-interest loans for members who need financial aid next month. A vendor changeover requires a hold on reimbursement claims for August. Agencies should start updating their standard Freedom of Information Act response letters and notices. The Justice Department releases its first guidance on implementing changes under the FOIA Improvement Act. It says agencies should make sure requesters know about their rights to get help from the FOIA public liaison office if they receive an adverse decision or the request takes longer than the standard 10 days. President Obama signed the new bill into law last month to mark the 50th anniversary of FOIA. But the White House wants more from agencies when it comes to open government. Jason Miller tells us why in the IT report. The White House is asking agencies for new open government initiatives for the next two years. It's part of how the administration wants version four of the open government plans to continue the transparency effort after President Barack Obama leaves office next year. The White House directed agencies in a new memo to identify projects around everything from proactive disclosures to open source software to publishing spending data as required by the Data Act. Agencies have until September 15th to make their new open government plans available online. I'm Jason Miller. A high-ranking Obama administration official illegally mixed politics with his official duties. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Housing and Urban Development Secretary Julian Castro violated the Hatch Act. That's the finding by the Office of Special Counsel, which it sent to President Obama. OSC investigators find the offense took place in April during an interview by Katie Couric for Yahoo News. Castro praised Hillary Clinton and criticized Republicans after saying he was taking off his HUD hat. Castro has acknowledged the error. I'm Tom Temin. The Pentagon is trying a new approach to monitoring the social media activity of Defense Intelligence Agency employees. The trial run will set up planned 12-month social media checks as opposed to screening staff every five years, which is the current method. Potential vendors would need to highlight specific data points to set up social media reports. The Air Force's Space Command says it's reorganizing itself around a new space mission force. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has the details. Virtually everything the U.S. military does rests to some degree on satellites orbiting the Earth. Space Command says it's responding to the fact that potential enemies have designs on degrading those capabilities. In a new white paper, General John Hyten says his command will boost training so that crews in charge of space missions can better defend U.S. satellites from attack. Those training events will be focused on countering what the military envisions will be a thinking adversary. They also aim to get Air Force space crews ready to cut off other countries' space capabilities in the event of war. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Defense Department Chief Information Officer heads to the West Coast with key U.S. allies. They'll visit some of the top tech companies in Seattle and Silicon Valley. Officials from the United Kingdom, Germany, and NATO are among those joining Terry Halverson. The trip will focus on improving technologies such as communications and cloud services. And one major vendor says it has a new way for organizations to safely test and run blockchain applications. IBM launches a new platform which utilizes the company's Linux One system to let customers try out blockchain networks in a secure cloud service. IBM says blockchain could help customers track valuable items through their supply chains. For these stories and more, go to federalnewsradio.com and follow at FedNewsUpdates on Twitter. I'm Eric White.